Thank you for joining me for another Quick Hits Conversation. I'm Dr. Robin. With me today, I have Alexi Bracey. She's a dimension prevention coach. She works primarily with women. I have Janice Drew Bennett. She's building strategic partnerships for a health tech company. She's also an entrepreneur where she helps nonprofits and startups grow. And I have Doug Crow. He helps CEOs create a book without writing a word at Author Your Brand. The question I have for you today, how do you decide if something should be done via email, text, phone call, or maybe via social media? Alexi, kick us off. Well, I'm sort of the old school. I prefer the phone call, but of course that's not really feasible because uh, people are just so busy. So I would probably use texting rather than emails because not everybody looks on their emails, but everybody has their cell phone in front of them pretty much. Mm -hmm. And in emails, there's always spam. Mm -hmm. I mean, with texting, there's also spam too, but I think you get more instant interaction because like I said, people are always on their cell phone. And then of course, social media, I use LinkedIn because it's more of a business network. And um, I also have an app, which I find very useful because everybody has a cell phone. Everybody can use their app for whatever to get more information. If it needs to be put into an email, you can always put it in your app. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I, I have a, a short glib answer for this, Robin, that I just either ask or match what are the clients doing. If they're a texter, I'll be a texter. If they're an emailer, I'll be an email person. If they're a phone person, I try to schedule those calls, but sometimes they just call in the middle of the day and I got to call back the phone tag. But whatever their modality is, that's generally what I try to match. Yeah, that's a, that's a super easy answer, definitely. Janice, what about you? How do you handle it? Yeah, first thing that popped in my head when I saw this question was, what, what would I not do any of these things. Mm. So, so I think of situations that where there might be a sensitive topic or something I wouldn't want published, or I'm, I'm having a conversation where they might not want it to be recorded in any way. And if that's the case where it's not going to be a phone call, a text message, or an email, then I book a meeting. So like Doug said, is I'll, I'll say, when are you available to connect? And I might do that through email, text, or phone. And have an in-person conversation that is not recorded when it's a sensitive topic. I also think about other modes like Slack at work. So some people mm -hmm. might not respond to emails. And if I've emailed them and texted them, I will send them a Slack as well. So sometimes it's doing all four, leave a phone message. When they're not responding to one, try something else. Or if I really need an immediate response, sometimes that phone call, and I, if I know that they'll pick up because they know it's me and I rarely call, then I'll pick up the phone and call just to, to get an immediate response. Mm -hmm. So it really depends on the situation for me. Yeah, I, maybe I overthink this because for me, so if I want to talk to my mother-in-law, I'm going to call because that's the only way to get a hold of her. Like she doesn't have any other options, so I'm going to call her. But with um, a client, I have some clients who like text, they, they'll text back and forth. That's fine. But if even with those clients, if I have a lot, I want to say, I'm not going to send them a, where they're texting on that. You don't scroll text to me. That's ridiculous. So if I have a lot that I want to say, I'll say, I'm going to send you an email because it's going to be long, but I'll text them that. So I'll text them to say, hey, I'm sending you an email, which seems silly. I have another client who he likes Slack because they go away. Those messages are gone in a certain period of time. There's no, to your point, there's no evidence of them. Hmm. So, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I used to work for a telecom company and the original term they used was SMS. You're probably familiar with that. Mm. It stands for short message service. So you're right, Robin, a long text. I'm like, what are you doing? Stop that. You know, it's supposed to be short and to the point. And like you said, I love the, uh, I'll text you that you have an email coming. I've had a few clients ask me to do that. 
because they don't check their email every hour. Like a lot of my notifications are off. So I lead mm -hmm. my, my communication, but if somebody texts me, check your email. Okay. I'll go and check it. So I like that two-step process mm -hmm. when people like it, they're at re either expecting it or wanting it. I definitely want to match that. I think some of it too, is how, how soon are you expecting a response? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's part of it. Yeah. yeah, getting permission to send that email, whether it's through a text or through a um, LinkedIn message, I think right. um, also kind of helps to have a shorter message somewhere and thinking about different modes of, of social media. Twitter has the 140 characters, or yeah. I think it's more now, but um, right. you're going to post something for everyone to see versus something that's a more personal direct message. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And I, I feel like, and maybe this is me being old school, but I feel like if someone gives me their phone number and says, oh, text me, if I met them on LinkedIn, I'm more likely to send them a LinkedIn message where they can get yeah. at it when they have time. Texting, I feel like is more immediate. It's definitely more immediate. There's a lot of data on um, the, to uh, Alexi's point about the spam and whatnot. There is spam on texting, but the, the through rate on how people actually look at it, it's like 90 some percent people are getting those messages and looking at them. Mm. Whether they read them or click them, it's a different start. They're getting through a lot better than email for sure. Phone is interesting because I said about the time crunch that a lot of people have. And like, I can't imagine just saying, oh yeah, can we call today sometime? Like when I get those on LinkedIn, like, I don't know what to do with that. I try to direct them to going to my booking calendar. So I don't just like play phone tag because that is a, a time suck of, that has no end. Mm -hmm. I do call friends though. There are friends that sometimes yeah. I'm like, mm -hmm. I'll just call. But I know like my, my sister, she calls me when she has time. But if I call her, she picks up in a panic. What's wrong? because she's more busy than I am. So I don't call her, she calls me. You also think of the next generation and whether they're on Discord or playing a game. I remember one, one person said to reach their son, they had to message them through a game. Really? <laughs> so that's interesting. Think about the future generation as well. Okay. Well, it's the same thing. You have to make an appointment on text to make a phone call to a friend. Mm -hmm. Or you send that text message that says, hey, are you available? Can I call you a second? Yeah, I've done that a few times. The more, hardest thing is when you have a friend you're doing business with. I got one friend who we do a lot of business together, but he's also a friend. So he just calls all the time. Like, well, I better pick this one up. So I got a few people in the bat dial to that phone there. Mm -hmm, yeah. mm -hmm. I had a situation many years ago now, since I'm happily married to Russ, where a guy who I worked with, boss is boss. So a couple levels up mm -hmm. was calling me and the first Four times we went out to dinner. I thought it was boss employee. And I learned later, no, he was trying to date me. And those calls were always hard because it was like, well, he's my boss's boss and he's calling my work phone. And so I would pick them up. And I remember I was on a date with someone once when he called me and I was like, <laughs> what do I do? And it was so awkward. So I think those kind of situations people can get into too. Wow. So I think there's, there are so many options. Here's another question. So if you reach out to someone in mon one modality, whatever one you choose, mm -hmm. and you don't hear back from them, how long do you wait before you choose another one? It depends what the purpose of the call is. If it's a sales call, I always right. wait a little bit so I don't appear needy. Mm. If it's a service call, I'll try something right away or the next day. I'm not going to wait. Mm. Right. I think that urgency of the situation, if there's someone you need at a meeting and the meeting's happening now and they're not there sending them a Slack message and a text and an email just to see if they're able to join can mm -hmm. be a way to kind of get their attention. I had a situation two weeks ago now where I had someone reach out to me and ask for a proposal. I told them, I'll get it back to you in the next two days. I did. And then I didn't hear back from them for like four or five days. So I, then I texted and was like, Hey, haven't heard back on your proposal. Are you wanting to move forward? And she's like, Oh, I didn't get it. 
So we wasted four days yep. because I waited for her thinking she was reading the proposal. Well, Robin, you got to use a uh, panda doc because they have notifications. They actually open and read it. How many times they viewed it. Okay. Well, and with the emails going into spam or promotions folders, yeah. it, sometimes after sending an email, then you send a text saying, I sent you an email and a LinkedIn message. Did you see the email? Oh, doesn't it feel naggy at some point though? Like, yeah. hey, I'm trying to get in touch with you. You asked for this. I sent it. Yeah. Some people appreciate over communication where, where if they didn't see it, that they, they, I, I like to be reminded or lose emails because there's so many of them that if somebody gives me a call or pings me to remind me to look at something, it, it, mm -hmm. it's helpful. Yeah. I had an interesting thing happen today where I connected somebody on LinkedIn and he sent me a message back and said, Hey, let's do this. And gave me his email and said, email me, put LinkedIn in the subject line, but he didn't accept my LinkedIn connection request. I don't know what that means. <laughs> don't read into it. It could just be <laughs> disconnect who knows yeah alexa you didn't answer the question about how long you wait how long do you typically wait if you try one thing and you don't hear back i'd say a day but then also some people i know don't use emails regularly so i will send a text saying i sent an email i think it's getting more complicated because there are getting more and more way i mean it used to be you sent a letter or you called people those were your options now i didn't even mention letter like we don't write letters and i, I send out holiday cards but that's about it as far as mail goes but i do think that it's getting messier i think doug you got it right at the top whatever their modality is that's what you follow when you first meet someone and they're like oh let's stay in touch i'm always like does that mean you want me to text you does that mean you want me to email you I ask them right away. I'm very direct. What's your primary mode of communication? I just say, what do you like? That works. Well, thank you so much for having this conversation with me. I think that this is going to be an ongoing conversation as we get more and more ways to communicate with each other and we get less and less about voice. So thank you so much. And I look forward to speaking to each of you again really soon.